Um, hello, friends. <laughs> I am extremely tired today. I um, did not sleep well last night. The energy has been running me a little ragged. So I'm probably in rare form today. And that's all right. I kind of like it when I feel this kind of rawness when I do these uh, reports. So here I am, your host. I was going to say Raw Rebecca, <laughs> but that sounds like something I don't want to be called. So I'll just go with your host, Rebecca Conran, here on the New Story Podcast, which is home of the Energy Report, a report where I offer up the vibes, the energy, somewhat based on the astrology and also just what I feel intuitively is coming in, um, what I feel personally, uh, what I feel from speaking to my friends who are practitioners, what I see my clients going through. You know, I'm a bit of a detective for healing. Um, and so that's what this energy report is. It's uh, just a way to work with the incoming energies um, in a way that maybe we don't feel so crazy, maybe we don't feel so alone, um, maybe we have a suggestion of how to work with it that will pull us out of any kind of um, darkness that we may be uh, sometimes unconsciously um, getting connected to. So this week we're looking at the energy report for October 26th to November 1st. Um, wow, you guys. Um just incredible what we've all been through this year. And uh, the theme I've chosen is I shall keep going. I shall keep going. Um, one of the things I've personally realized is that, um, you know, the, the most important commitment we can make is to our bodies. Um, if we're not committed to our bodies, committed to our physical carriers, it's going to make it really hard for us to be able to commit to anything else or to really be reliable to anything else. We have to, first and foremost, be so ardently committed to taking the very best care of ourselves. Um, yeah, when you're sober, you feel more intensely, but you are also able to move through those moments uh, with greater care. Um, I think that, uh, and I think that there are many herbs that can assist us in sort of softening sometimes. And of course, sometimes when we are in a period of um, just very, very intense grieving. Um, I wouldn't say alcohol is a good option because it's a depressant. I don't think that it ever really lifts our spirits. Uh, but I think there are other things that can be supportive. Um, I would say across the board, the two main things that really mess me up are alcohol and caffeine. And um, I mean, I'm great at drinking alcohol. I'm really good at it. <laughs> Uh, but my body just becomes exhausted, um, from like, you know, my liver and my adrenals and my kidneys and everything just being too taxed because when you're stressed, your organs are already taxed enough. So when you add substances on top of that, like caffeine, which is also taxing the adrenals, 
Um, it makes it so that your body is just trying to deal with those substances instead of helping you to work through the toxicity and the emotions that are connected uh, with anger and worry and fear. Um, so it's like keeping us locked in a cycle of negativity. Um, I totally get how hard it is to get rid of things that you think you feel entitled to, like your cup of coffee in the morning. Um, for me personally, uh, I love a cup of coffee, but I can't drink it. Um, I absolutely notice that I am much more emotionally volatile. I am like so much more on the verge of falling apart emotionally. Um, when I drink coffee and it's a subtle thing. It's a really subtle thing, uh, that you will find after you take some period away from that stuff, you will really see the, the results of what it's actually been doing, um, to your body. So yes, you may have to give up that thing that you think is making you productive or that thing that you think is making you relaxed. You'll have to look at different tools uh, you'll have to deal with, with a bit of withdrawal and some agitation around that. Um, but if you're committed to yourself and your body, then um, you can move through it. You can move through it. It just takes discipline. Like anybody who's, um, who's got a great practice, like a ballerina or, a, or someone who does jujitsu or, you know, um, someone who really values the practice, um, they'll, they'll let you know that like the discipline, it's hard to kind of harness it at first, but once you get going with it, it's, it's like a lifeline. So the theme this week, I shall keep going. The tarot card I've pulled is the page of swords. Uh, pages are youthful court cards in tarot. Um, and sometimes you need that kind of vigor to keep going. Swords deal with the intellect and the mind, and this card is asking us to face our problems squarely, head on, and refuse, refuse to get discouraged. What does that mean to you when you think about that? I refuse to get discouraged by that fuckboy I've been dating, uh, by my job that is unsupportive, by my housing situation. I refuse to get discouraged. That's what this card is all about. It, yes, we have challenges, we have problems. Um, it's really our choice whether we're going to let them, you know, victimize us and, um, you know, hold us down, or if we're going to really find a solution, find a way through and believe in ourselves. So this card also asks us to be truthful, to be ethical, and to keep your head up. So, you know, it's, there's a lot going on with communication, obviously, because Mercury is retrograde. Um, and I just want to say that not communicating, not being clear, is a form of dishonesty. You know, to be seen and heard and to see and hear others, we need to express ourselves as well as truly listen. And that's why when we don't have good boundaries, it's not good for anybody. It's not helpful for anybody. It's not loving. You know, boundaries are loving. And that's not about having a wall up. It's about knowing where you begin and end and what your needs are and expressing them to other people and knowing how to protect your needs or to serve your own needs. So this card is also saying this week we're going to have some messages coming in that feel challenging but we should embrace the difficulty, embrace life as a learning experience. 
You know, there's so much growth and wisdom that will come from life if we let it. And that's, that's a, a really amazing part of our lives, is to constantly be in the curiosity of our own growth. Allow your mind to open to new perspectives. This week, when you're feeling stuck, know that a mindset change is usually the best remedy and is usually the thing that will remedy a situation is shifting into a new perspective on the same situation. See it from all angles. The ritual this week is anything with fire. So it's a full moon week, and that signals a point of emotional fullness, release, cleansing. What are you, what's your offering going to be this week? Are you going to offer up a sacrifice of an attachment to an outcome? Will you let go of a person or a situation? Or even needing to know like where a situation is going to go? Will it be a long-standing belief that you surrender to spirit this week? Fire purifies, and whether we're using the breath of fire, uh, we're staring at a flame as a meditation, or we're building a fire and using it as a vessel to burn our intentions, this week the ritual is to incorporate fire. You can work with fire however you would like. Whatever mode you're using to connect to fire, though, be sure to thank any benevolent spirits associated with it. Ask for support from spirit as you work with fire, and be sure to give back. So that could be giving back your gratitude, your love. Thank you, you know, for supporting me, for being there, for listening. Um, Or it could be a symbolic offering. We also need to thank our ancestors during our rituals for creating the pathways for us up through today. But we ask that only the energies of love and light be carried forward from their experiences. So we're making sure that we're tuning in to the full spectrum of energies available to us. Okay, this week looks to be a bit intense. Um, We're drawing closer to the results of the election here in the USA. We're in the final week of our Mercury retrograde, and Mars is still pulling back our forward motion because it is also retrograding. Mercury moving backwards into the final degrees of Libra, Libra, Libra on the 29th, 28th degree, it's, it's meaning we're looking at how communication may be lacking diplomacy, harmony, and balance. So we're right at that release point of Mercury and Libra. If our internal dialogue is not peaceful, that's what we need to work on. Everything you want to cultivate in this world can be done from your internal energetic space. I'm going to say that again. Everything that you want to cultivate in this world can be done solely from your internal energetic space. There's no bigger personal power or better gift for humanity than our ability to harness our own internal guidance and clarity and creative power of the mind. As you take very good care of yourself and love yourselves deeper and deeper, you become a conduit for that vibration which then expands on that point of reference in the world, and it affects everybody for the better. Does this mean that you reach this point where you're like riding a high vibe and you're totally untouched by everybody else's density? Absolutely not. You're still going to be sensitive to that density. You still may be sometimes um, like a trigger to others just because you're light. 
You may be uh, unduly and unfairly put upon because of your light. People may project on you because of it. It's not like we reach the high vibration and then life suddenly becomes free of all of life's qualities. But we, we see for ourselves that there is a greater joy, a greater peace that we can reach internally, um, even as we interface with, with the public and with others. It can be reached internally, and that that is really what we're looking for here is to become these channels of uh, peace, you know, this channel for the vibration of peace for you above all, because you deserve it. Um, and also because we need uh, to keep continuing to raise that vibration, to, to tap into that vibration. And it's not like you're just going to get there and be there and that's it. You know, sometimes you're going to drop back into the density of earth as well. It's, a, it's an absolute um, learning process. It's, a, it's a, a back and forth, two steps forward, one step back. Um, but it is possible. So this week, I am, I'm just going to give you a pep talk, basically, and I'm going to leave the majority of the astrological transits alone, um, because that's what I want to do. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to fucking do. Um, I'm going to talk about a few transits, but mainly I just want to talk about this, you know, big collective feeling of dread currently. The issues of the world, they just feel really overwhelming uh, especially along with our, all of our personal issues. There's a deep dissonance that's being caused because we're unable to formulate goals and things to look forward to. You know, we're seeing that life kind of looks bleak when you're like, well, I don't fucking know what, I, what to look forward to. There's literally nothing. I can't plan for the future right now. I'm in a holding pattern and I'm surrounded by fucking lunatics and uh, it's stressful. It's stressful. Um, and yeah, we are surrounded by lunatics, suicidal lunatics. Um, do they deserve our compassion? Of course. But that doesn't mean that they're not, let's call a spade what it is, you know? Um, and it's tough. It's very, very stressful. And when people, when we live in a society that gets off on chaos and crisis, that uh, gets off on projecting anger and pain and not dealing with grief. Um, it's hard not to be affected by it sometimes. It's hard not to feel it. Um, so especially for sensitive people, it can be very hard and it can feel very difficult when you're doing a lot of work on yourself or in your community or in your family and it can feel like nobody is fucking picking up the slack, you know, and that's where we need to really turn inward and realize that there is unseen energy and support around us all the time, working in tandem with us that needs to be utilized and tapped into that can only be tapped into in a very subtle way that requires our clarity to do so. So, you know, we're not going anywhere right now. We're staying put in many ways and that has to be okay. It just has to be okay. It can't be that if we don't get to do all the things we want to do, that we just want to fucking jump off the earth. That just, that can't be, those can't be our two fucking uh, suggestions here. 
you know, oh, I, I can't do everything I want to do. I, I don't have a lover who loves me back. I don't have, like, the job I want to do. Mm, better just fucking leave Earth then. No, it's not a possibility. We've got to really get out of that very, very uh, polarized thinking. And that's what the Mercury retrograde back through Libra is trying to help us to do. It's not about either or. It's about seeing a bigger perspective. And that's not something that you can teach somebody else to do either. When, it, when, you, when you recognize it in yourself and it hits, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. We need to be extremely present to the uncertainty and unknowing right now without losing our self-esteem and our self-worth. And that means understanding where we dedicate, uh, what we dedicate as the validators for our self-esteem and self-worth. Maybe it's somebody else. Maybe it is a job. Maybe it's a money in a home. Um, maybe it's even who the president is. You know, those nothing outside of ourselves can have power over our self-esteem. It all has to come from us. We are the um, stewards of our self-esteem and our self-worth. So regardless of whoever wins the election here in the U.S., the issues we face are still going to be the same. Our, our daily lives are still going to go on. And we can still live in harmony with ourselves. Life is never one-sided. That kind of polarity only exists within the confines of our human minds. If I exist, and I'm, which I'm, I swear to God I do. <laughs> I'm alive. Let me pinch myself. I'm real right now. I'm actually dense matter, and I'm very much talking to you. I exist, and I am here, and I am trying my damnedest to be a beacon of love, and I've made my life and my experience about that. Then you know, uh, and I know, that there's many others just like me doing the exact same thing, including you out there. Okay, no man is an island, and interestingly enough, when I'm feeling some weird vibes, I text my friends, are you feeling weird today? Are you feeling weird today? And um, I connect with conscious people, and I realize, oh yeah, we like are all on the same. We're, we're one. We're connected to the same thing. We're going through similar things. We're experiencing the energy, and we're working on it. Um, I know that you're feeling blue out there. I know that it kills before a breakthrough. But I'm a stranger to you, and I'm not giving up on you. And I love you. And yes, those are the lyrics to the outro of my record, Yin. One of the things I love the most about writing this report each week is just thinking about you all. Thinking about you all reading it or listening to it and how you are tuned into and facilitating being beacons of light and love all over the world. It, it shows me, it validates to me that um, we are a community. You know, you're my community of unique individuals who are probably very different from one another, very imperfect, just like me, with different perspectives and gifts, as well as issues, but who all understand the need for greater responsibility to self. And you're striving for peace. You're striving for unconditional love. That's power. That exists in this world. All we can do is try every day. Get up, put your pants on, give it a go. There's no holy grail of enlightenment and happiness. Okay, you know, you're not going to reach some apex 
and life is going to be fucking different. We're still going to live in this world. We're going to see the painful realities and we're going to have to really look for the beauty, look for the helpers, look for the love, look for the higher perspective, look for the compassion. Before enlightenment, chop would carry water. After enlightenment, chop could, would carry water. It is so much about being an earthly body, being practical in our self-care, in the way that we um, are stewards for the land and stewards for our community and stewards for our bodies. Keep trying, keep going. Our experience of this life is what matters. The experience you have moment to moment, how you connect moment to moment, that is what is meaningful about life. Life itself comes and goes. We're here for a very short period of time, especially when you consider the vastness of the time that has already passed before us. Okay. Um, eventually our time's going to come where we're going to pass on to wherever it is we're going next, right? We're at whatever mode our energy wants to take, however it will transform. And it's not going to be a punishment and it's not going to be a reward. It's just going to be life cycling through as it always does for all creatures and beings and humans here. As long as there's breath in your lungs, though, there is something you can learn. There is something you can receive. There is something you could share. Be curious about life. Be curious about finding meaning in the moment. If you're suffering exhaustion, depression, anxiety, or a lack of motivation for life, consider where you're out of balance. Open yourself to your own love. Do exactly whatever it is that you need to do to be a healthy person and at peace right now. Whatever that means, be willing to do it. Say no to others. Draw a line around yourself. Feed yourself with nurturance. Disengage with the bullshit. Don't read the fucking news. Whether you worry about what's going on or not, the result will be the same. Okay? Life is still moving forward, going on. It's okay to tap into you and to a place of appreciation, beauty, self-esteem, self-value, love. It's actually imperative that you do. Feed yourself with nurturance. When I feel overwhelmed or down, which happens because I'm a sensitive person, it's been happening this week, I return to treating myself like an absolute sweet little innocent baby who needs my complete gentleness, rest, and encouragement. And I will say no to people. And I will say fuck you to someone's face. Someone's like projecting on me, you know, berating me. I'll just be like, fuck you and walk off. It's not less spiritual to have like a, uh, a, a, a strong boundary reaction like that, you know? I'll say no. I will hang up the phone. Somebody wants to tell me all about like their, you know, um, how their feelings are wrapped up in anything else that outside of themselves 
you know, this kind of projection where other people want to blame and shift responsibility. It's always our own responsibility. We have to come back to ourselves. And right now there's so much like pain going on that people's automatic um, response is to look for something outside of themselves to pin it on. So like with the election, you know, we want to pin it all, all the suffering on Trump if he wins. You know, and you know what? Trump's followers want to pin all the suffering on Biden if he wins. This is fucking polarized. Guess what? All the suffering is all of our responsibility. And nobody's going to come and save us. We have to be willing to save ourselves. So nurture yourself, feed yourself, love yourself up. You are a top priority to you. Be gentle with yourself. You know, when you feel that fire in your belly because someone is being uh, bullying you or projecting on you or being unkind, have the courage to fucking walk away. To go, no, I don't accept this. I'm not taking on this energy. Don't even try to give it to me. You deserve loving treatment and more now than ever. We don't just deserve loving treatment but the continuation of the human race actually requires it. And I think there's a big difference between being, um, I think that you can be loving and also be like, fuck no, and have a strong boundary. I don't think that's not loving. Um, I think it's not loving to not be truthful and genuine and authentic. And if you're like me, I like it when people have boundaries. I like to know where I begin and end with other people. I consider it an act of incredible love, even if it's a boundary that is hard to accept in the beginning. And don't let anybody try to make you feel bad about your boundaries that have to do with you loving yourself. Saturday, the 31st of October. Wow, I'm really on a fucking trip today, aren't I? Um, Saturday the first, 31st of uh, October, Halloween. Today we've got a full moon in Taurus, and then the sun in Scorpio is opposite Uranus in Taurus. So I'm, I want to tell you about the degree for this full moon. Inside degrees, which is a more modern interpretation of the Sabian symbols, it calls this degree a talkative woman with tape over her mouth. So this full moon. Uh, full moons being, um, you know point of release. Something is culminating. Something is coming uh, to fruition. Uh, a story is coming to completion. This one is called a talkative woman with tape over her mouth. The creative force at odds with itself. What you would do, you would not do. Facing truth that everything personally generated fails to satisfy. Spirit is ached for in its absence. Something's missing. Massive pride screeching to a halt. A very high vibration. Inward places calling you, but the abyss features radical self-overcoming. There is nothing to say, everything to do, with nobody left to do it except the forgotten one inside who knows the way. I thought that was so powerful. And really, for me, it paints a picture of what this means. 
you know, the collective identity, the sun on this day diving deep into itself through Scorpio's intense waters in conflict with Uranus, the great revolutionary, the humanitarian and individualist, shaking us like we're hung upside down and our pockets are emptying themselves. We have to go inward. The image I'm seeing is the hanged man. He's upside down. He's inward, but he's at peace. He's got a, a smile on his face. If we can move through and overcome the anxiety of our emotions, which will come up when we try to go to stillness, when we try to meditate, when we try to eliminate the distractions and the substances, you will feel anxious. Tolerate your own anxiety. Learn to tolerate that discomfort. And you will move through your emotions. They will come up and out. You will grieve. You will be angry. You will stomp your feet. You might wail and shout. And you will peel at that onion. And what will be left is the true expression of you. And you will feel so much clearer and connected to your intuition. So we're letting the intensity wash over and through us and move, moving on from the past. We've got to harness the point of peace and safety within moment to moment. This is something you don't just harness it and then you're there. You've got to keep... Uh, making that your intention, peace, moment to moment. I think it's accurate to say that a lot of the energy we've been moving through, yeah, is extremely bleak this year. That might be how we feel sometimes, but it's inaccurate of reality in totality. It is not a fact that life is bleak just because it feels like it. When I look out at the trees that have lost all their leaves and have gone dormant, I could say, oh, this is so bleak because it doesn't have the usual vim and vigor, but I could also close my eyes and I can tap into the root systems of the plants and the trees and I can feel all of the life that is still um, uh, fucking alive, that magical wonder. It's more hidden. You have to really feel into it you can't see it with only your eyes, but it still exists. It's still there. So regardless of outward appearances, life is a gift. Your life is a gift. And the ability to live our lives and to be conscious of the fact that we're living our lives, wow, that's powerful. We should honor and revere creation, life, just like we want to revere nature, the same thing applies to you. Revere you. Live our lives to our fullest, moment to moment. And remember that we're in this deep perspective paradigm shift together. We're in it together. I'm in it with you. I'm feeling it too, the ups and the downs. Everybody I know feeling the ups and downs. You're not alone. And it's not all as bleak as outward appearances are showing us. Sunday, 11-1, first day of November, daylight savings. I don't know about you, but daylight savings really fucks me up. It's like jet lag. 
It takes my body a while to recalibrate to new schedules. There's a good chance that this day will feel very tiresome post full moon on the edge of the election results here in the U.S. We're exhausted post Halloween and full moon. People might be hungover, agitated. Mercury's going to turn direct in a couple days. So, you know, probably not a great day for just like crazy driving and errand running and shit like that. Just do me a favor and relax today. Just relax as best you can. Take a load off. Be gentle with yourself. Be still or get into nature in a gentle way. Just chill the fuck out. You know, the day of the quote-unquote election, even though we know voting is now, the election is now, with two days until uh, possible results, probably won't happen on the third, um, but that day is also the day that Mercury is going to turn direct. So up until then, don't assume that anything is clear right now of what you're seeing and thinking. Be very aware of reactionary behavior because it is not clear. Mercury is not direct. It is not the messages are foggy. We're dealing with the fogginess. Yes, we could have some epiphanies and stuff during this time, but I would not act on it yet. I would wait. I would wait and be patient. Um, wait to respond. Wait until you've given these new ideas a little time to gel. You know, maybe the full moon tells you, okay, I need to release somebody from my life or something from my life. But it can also wait Stay with yourself, be with yourself, and wait to express that information, be wait, wait to do, to act. Um, just be patient and wait. Uh, after, uh, the, after Mercury turns direct, things will start to feel more fluid in our thoughts and more clear in the way that we communicate. And it'll just be a better time. Um, so again, with all the information with the media and the election, nothing is as it seems. Nothing is clear right now. Until after that Mercury goes direct, I would not assume anything. You know, assume that there's a lot of um, inaccuracy to any information and communication being shared. We've got to just see what happens. Um, our nervous systems, they're, they're on the brink of falling apart for sure drink oat straw tea or anything that is really mellow and nourishing, cook something hearty and grounding, bide your time, turn off the news and the media. It's really anyone's guess what the upcoming week holds for us, but I promise you that I'm still going to be here practicing and talking about unconditional love and compassion, and so are you, regardless of the results. I love you guys, and I'm just so grateful that you exist in the world. And whatever happens, you know, life will go on. We're going to keep on keeping on. And, you know, we've got to make sure that we take very good care of ourselves so that we can continue to be beacons of light, beacons of peace. That is the energy report for this week. Sorry if it's a little full on. Uh, well, I'm not sorry if it's a little full on. It might be a little full on. Period. <laughs> Speaking of period, I'm probably going to get mine tomorrow. And that's probably why I'm so intense. And I wonder how many of us are all cycling together through this report. No, I'm just joking. Um, 
Friends, as you may know, I have a shop and studio in upstate New York, in Mountaindale, New York. And obviously, right now, I'm not doing classes. Um, over the summer, I was doing some sound baths. We wear masks. Um, it's socially distanced, very limited participation. Only about five people can come. Um, and right now, I have this little shop that's basically keeping the space alive for me through winter. The shop has um, ceramics, and it's a lifestyle shop. It's got, like lots of really bright colored happy blankets and towels and artwork and dishes and cups and um, socks and hats and masks and some clothing um, it's really just a whole mishmash of many many things the holiday season is coming up and I'm looking for sh goods uh, for the shop uh, but I'm looking to trade sessions for people who maybe make something creatively, jewelry, clothing, under underwear, nice smelling oils, cups, ceramics, like, you know, uh, incense holders, whatever it is. I am looking for people who want to trade some small batch goods for sessions. Um, and... Um, so, you know, I can support you via being an energy meteor in your life um, or astro readings or counseling, and you can support me with your creative stuff. Maybe cash flow is a problem for you, but you make a lot of things or you're, you know, you have something like that. Please email me. Send me either the stuff from your shop, you know, if you have a shop website or send me um, some photos, descriptions, and pricing. And, you know, just remember that um, I'm looking for things that are really naturally made, sustainably made, um, uh, very down to earth, you know, very made with like a lot of care. Um, that's what I'm really interested in. I, uh, if it, if you're looking for inspiration of kind of like what my aesthetic is like, you can visit at Rebecca Conran on Instagram, and in my bio there is also linked for the shop, so you'll see kind of some pictures of the shop, and I have a post up in my Instagram about what I'm looking for from potential, um, you know, craftspeople, creative people, in terms of, like, um, what the shop is looking for, but really looking for anything for the holiday season. Um, and, uh, yeah, so looking for trade people. To do a trade, um, and you can reply to, you can DM me on Instagram, you can email me um, at yinnewyork at gmail.com, uh, or you can contact me through my website, www.rebeccaconran.com, any, any old way. Get in touch. I'd love to hear from you. Don't be shy. You know, just ask. It's okay if it's not a good fit. We might be able to work something else out. Um, you know, like, uh, it's, it's okay. We'll figure it out. Don't be embarrassed about your stuff. Like, you know, there's so much stuff in my shop that's really folky, very naive looking. And, um, it's got such a good vibe in this shop. People just really enjoy being in this space. It's very happy and uplifting. And eventually, you know, I'm hoping that this space will be a place where, um, more people can come and do sound healing and uh, other kind of healing. But obviously, I'm just being very cautious about that at this time. However, I am, um, I am doing some private one-on-one -on -one sessions here in person. 
very, very, uh, I'm very, very picky about who I'll work with. Um, if I've worked with you f before, then there's a big chance that I will off, uh, be, be available for an in-person session. Um, we would wear masks during it. Uh, but if that's something that you've been missing, an in-person session, you know, when we're, we're doing it with consciousness and care, um, maybe that's something that would work for you. Um, all right, my friends. Well, this has been the energy report. Thank you to all the Munergy, the, the Munergy, the monthly energy report supporters and uh, patrons who help to support the availability of this information in these formats. Thank you so much for your monthly support. Even $5 a month is such a big help with the hosting and everything for this, um, as well as uh, if you want to just um, send anything via Venmo at Rebecca-Conran. Um, you can donate any one-time amount uh, to supporting this um, podcast and newsletter and me. Um, all right, loves, thank you so much, and I will speak to you uh, next week. Lots of love.